0: The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let assembly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all of your sins, through repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us.
2: Psalm 6 and 26. Mm -hmm.
0: O Lord, rebuke me not in thine indignation, neither chasten me in thy displeasure.
1: Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed.
0: My soul also is sore troubled, but Lord, how long wilt thou punish me?
1: Turn thee, O Lord, and deliver my soul. O save me for thy mercy's sake.
0: For in death no man remembereth thee, and who will give thee thanks in the pit?
1: I am weary of my groaning, every night wash on my bed and water my couch with my tears.
0: My beauty is gone for very trouble and worn away because of all mine enemy.
1: Away from me, all ye that work iniquity, for the Lord hath heard the voice of my weeping.
0: The Lord hath heard my petition, the Lord will receive my prayer.
1: All mine enemies shall be confounded and sore vexed. They shall be turned back and put to shame suddenly.
2: Psalm 26
0: Be thou my judge, O Lord, for I have walked innocently. My trust hath been also in the Lord. Therefore shall I not fall.
1: Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try out my reins and my heart.
0: For thy loving kindness is ever before mine eye and I will walk in thy truth.
1: I have not dwelt with vain persons, neither will I have fellowship with the deceitful.
0: I have hated the congregation of the wicked, and will not sit among the ungodly.
1: Lord, and so will I go to thine altar.
0: That I may show the voice of thanksgiving, and tell of all thy wondrous works.
1: Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house, and the place where thine honor dwelleth.
0: Oh, shut not up my soul with the sinners, nor my life with the bloodthirsty.
1: In whose hands is wickedness, and their right hand is full of gifts.
0: But as for me, I will walk innocently. O oh, deliver me, and be merciful unto me.
1: My, stood, my foot standeth right. I will praise the Lord and the congregations.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 10th verse of the seventh chapter of the book of ezekiel behold the day behold it has come doom has gone out the rod has blossomed pride has budded violence has risen up into a rod of wickedness none of them shall remain none of their multitude none of them nor shall there be wailing for them the time has come the day draws near let not the buyer rejoice nor the seller mourn for wrath is on their whole multitude For the seller shall not return to what has been sold, though he may still be alive. For the vision concerns the whole multitude, and it shall not turn back. No one will strengthen himself who lives in iniquity. They have blown the trumpet and made everyone ready, but no one goes to battle. For my wrath is on all their multitude. The sword is outside, and the pestilence and famine within. Whoever is in the field will die by the sword, and whoever is in the city, famine and pestilence will devour him." verse 23 make a chain for the land is filled with crimes of blood and the city is full of violence therefore I will bring the worst of the Gentiles and they will possess their houses I will cause the pomp of the strong to cease and their holy places shall be defiled destruction comes they will seek peace but there shall be none disaster will come upon disaster and rumor will be upon rumor then they will seek a vision from a prophet but the law will perish from the priest and counsel from the elders The king will mourn the prince will be clothed with desolation and the hands of the common people will tremble i will do to them according to their way and according to what they deserve i will judge them then they shall know that i am the lord here ends the first lesson
0: my soul doth magnify the lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in god my savior for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without
2: end. Amen. Here begins the 13th verse of the second chapter of the Gospel of St. John.
1: Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the money changers, doing business. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple, with the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money, and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house has eaten me up. So the Jews answered and said to him, What sign do you show to us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then the Jews said, It has taken forty-six years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. Therefore, when he had risen from the dead, his disciples remembered he had said this to them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men and had no need that anyone should testify of man, for he knew what was in man.
2: Here ends the second lesson.
1: And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee.
0: And do thy ministers with righteousness.
1: And make thy chosen people joyful.
0: O Lord, save thy people.
1: And bless thine inheritance.
0: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
1: For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, make clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: O Lord, we beseech Thee mercifully to receive the prayers of Thy people, call upon Thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who by the leading of a star didst manifest Thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles, mercifully grant that we who know Thee now by faith, may after this life have the fruition of thy glorious Godhead through the same Jesus Christ. Amen. From whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of jesus christ our savior amen light in our darkness we beseech thee o lord and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only son our savior jesus christ
1: amen
2: good evening all
0: little thoughts about our lessons tonight the first is this contrast we have between psalm 6 and psalm 26 which um form a a kind of dialogue between each other and the first one adopts uh, the psalmist adopts a posture of um, contrition and it's a confession poem um and it and it asks to be made right again and clean from the inside again um and then it contrasts with this um this tone we have in psalm 26 which is um uh, which flows off of the logic of psalm 25 and it has to do um um, sometimes it's confusingly um interpreted to mean that the psalmist believes they are truly sinless and are have led a a morally pure life without any kind of um discrepancy and that's not really what's at hand here what's what's going on in psalm 26 is that once one has as you know recovered and has come back to a morally earnest life, um, through confession and through, um, through, again, through that kind of ritual purity, um, the, the moral earnestness of one's life, um, you know, restores them to a state of covenant righteousness again after their repentance. Um, and it also, it's also significant in Psalm 26 that this is spoken in the voice of King David, um, and is, um, Addressing the the matter that others have accused him of things that he himself he he knows that he has not done, um, and so this is a poem that reflects um, the entrusting of oneself to God's vindication in the presence of slander um, of being said to have done something that one did not do, um, and to entrust oneself that God will reveal the things that are true about a person in His time. And this is an appropriate theme for the Epiphany because. Um, Really, a lot of things are like that, um, both for good and for bad. Um, uh, What is said about a person um, uh, incompletely and imperfectly aligns with what is within a person. Um, And those things are, um, even if they're closely approximating each other, um, they are still not entirely overlapping with one another. And that presents us with kind of a difficulty in knowing the, the, the true self in ourselves and knowing the true self in another person as well. Um, and that's one of those perplexities that we just uh, learn to deal with um, and await um, the revealing of things as, as the Lord reveals them in time, and as He will reveal them at the um, final judgment. Um, and that brings us into the lessons we have for uh, tonight: one from Ezekiel and one from John. The Ezekiel lesson is um, a is we're getting kind of uh, we're skipping through it a bit, but the the general thread of this this portion of of the book of Ezekiel is that. Um, There is still an ongoing belief back in Jerusalem, despite the fact that some people have been taken captive and take already and carted off to Babylon, Ezekiel being among them, that Jerusalem is actually doing fine and that everybody is going to that Babylon isn't going to really be a lasting problem. And Ezekiel is telling both those who are already in captivity and also and, and also sending word to those who are not yet that this is actually not going to end well. And and whether someone. You know he paints this picture of wherever you might go to try and evade this conclusion um it will not work if you try to go out and fight you're going to die if you hole up in the city and think it's just going to go away you're going to die if you go out into if you try to flee secretly into the hills um spoiler alert to that part of the narrative it doesn't it doesn't work well and everyone is rounded up and this chain that has been woven as ezekiel gives us this image is this image of rampant injustice that has accrued all the while Jerusalem has prided itself on being the temple city Um, and so there's this great dissonance that has occurred um, between what they're purporting to be and what they have actually become and there's a hypocrisy and dissent and dissembling that has taken place that God is no longer willing to permit and to tolerate and now he's going to visit judgment which is a kind of revelation of what is uh, of what is true there he says i will visit perfect justice um, in this case and so he will not he will you know although this is going to be a a mass kind of um uh, a a mass calamity over the whole city um you know some will be taken captive some will not some will be openly showed to have been what they were um while they kind of pretended to be something else um, and he says that the judgment is not just going to be the calamity of nation overtaking another nation, but rather this is going to be a revelatory moment in history where God shows who he is and shows his covenant people to be what they are. And that's namely pretty unfaithful. Um, and when so in our gospel lesson, this is a very similar moment we're seeing, although it is centuries later, when Jesus visits the temple in Jerusalem, the heart of the city that is the heart of the land, Um, he's going to say this is no longer a house of prayer this has become a den of robbers Um, and this is not only descriptive but also um, it also pronounces a kind of judgment over the place um, and declares it not to be the thing that it was purposed to be Um, and in doing so there's this judgment pronounced over it um, and that begins to have an unraveling effect on the rest of the city and then it will have an unraveling effect on the land and Within a generation of this pronouncement that Jesus makes, the temple itself will be destroyed, as he says in the subsequent verses. Um, And the temple that is torn down around them, the one that took 46 years to build, will not be rebuilt. Um, Yet the temple that he has now, the the temple that he has now identified as the temple, which is the temple of his body, that one will rise again after three days after it has been torn down, um, referring to him and his resurrection. And so this relocation of what is the temple now um, is also the relocation of the um, of the kind of space of the covenant people and the place where they are oriented around. Um, it has shifted from being a kind of um, uh, a kind of geographic marker and now is a personal marker um, that wherever Jesus is, that is where the Israel of God, as St. Paul will call it, is constituted, and oriented. And so that is where all Christians are fitted neatly together um, in the, as the temple of Christ's body. And so as we look at this tonight, um, we're we're still in the themes of epiphany, and we um, we you know it, it reveals to us that as Christians, what we are being made into is members of this new temple that jesus is is making, um, but also as little uh, pieces of the constituent pieces of the temple and also as temples uh in ourselves. We have to remember that, you know, Jesus in this the last verses of our John lesson tonight, which is that Jesus knows everything that is within a person and needs no one to assist him in knowing the heart of a person and what is truly within them. And so it brings us full circle back to Psalm six, I think, um, where we live continuously in that posture of repentance and of the uh, request for God's help. becoming that which he wants which which he knows us to be and wants us to be Um, and to take us from the place where we are not yet perfectly fitted into the uh, temple of christ's body and to make us um, you know joined in so that we can enjoy his presence forever and not be found to be mismatched and not to be not be found to be a stone that does not fit in that temple Um, and so it is in that prayer that we come back every day um, and so that We don't have to fear the revealing of those things uh, when the the time comes, because we've already been submitting to the revelation of Jesus Christ every single day and his gentle correction through time, that when the final judgment comes, we are welcomed into joy because at that point there is nothing left to correct. And so that's our prayer tonight, that we might be brought one more step in that path.
2: we'll offer now our intercession on page
0: 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.
1: Amen. Thank
0: you all so much for being here tonight, and thanks to Aaliyah, my co-leader. Have a wonderful evening.
2: I'll see you next time. Thank you for the meditation. Thank you. It's very you. Uh, uplifting. <laughs> Good evening, everyone.
0: Thank Good you. evening, Paul. Thanks, Marsha.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.